Welcome to The Opener. Every weekday morning, we'll start off your day with a quick look at stats, trends, and trivia around the game of baseball. I'm Jeff Sackman, and it's Tuesday, June 1st. Each day, we select three numbers to highlight the latest news in the sport, and today those numbers are 77.9, 82, and 78. Our first number is 77.9 miles per hour, the average speed of Baltimore closer Cesar Valdez's changeup. Valdez, who hasn't had many save opportunities lately, worked a scoreless seventh inning against Minnesota yesterday, throwing 10 pitches, six of them change-ups, all between 77 and 81 miles per hour. It was a typical outing for the 36-year-old Valdez, who has gotten 19 strikeouts this year with the change, a so-called dead fish that leaves batters swinging where a living fish might be. It's a good thing the off-speed pitch is so effective because it constitutes four-fifths of his offerings. Valdez rarely pushes a fastball past the 86-mile-per-hour hour mark, in contrast to the nine other relievers on the Fangraph's wins-above-replacement top 10 list, whose heaters average nearly 96 miles per hour. Valdez's lack of velocity left him marooned in the Mexican League for two seasons before the Orioles took a chance on him at the start of last year. Since then, he has been Baltimore's most effective option out of the pen and an inspiration to youngsters who just can't convince the radar gun to read the all-important 90 MPH. Our second number is 82, the number of ELO rating points separating the NCAA's top team, the Arkansas Razorbacks, from number two, the Tennessee Volunteers. In the always competitive world of major conference baseball, an 82-point gap is enormous. The same amount separates number two Tennessee from number 22 Dallas Baptist, and another 82 points below that takes us 40 more places down the list into the range of teams that didn't qualify for the postseason field of 64. The Razorbacks went undefeated at last weekend's SEC tournament, running the table against some of the best teams in the country. Our model predicts that they'll keep rolling in this weekend's regional, the only program with better than a 75% chance of advancing to the Super Regionals. This despite a tough assignment announced by the selection committee yesterday. Two of the three teams headed to Fayetteville, Northeastern and Nebraska, figure among the top 26 in our ratings. Conference rival Vanderbilt, by contrast, hosts a foursome without a single other team ranked in our top 50. No matter, it will take more than a lopsided bracket to keep the Razorbacks from a near-certain trip to the final rounds of the tournament in Omaha. Today's third and final number is 78, the number of years ago today since the first recorded use of the EFIS pitch by Rip Sewell of the Pittsburgh Pirates. While specialization at the major league level moves towards faster pitches and harder swings, there is still room for the weird, and loopy, slow-motion ephises are one of the strangest baseball innovations that have managed to stick around. Last month, Astros ace Zach Greinke threw a 51-mile-per-hour ephis for a strike against the Tigers, and two weeks ago, Twins catcher Williams Astudio threw a 47-mile-per-hour looper to Yerman Mercedes that ended 429 feet away from home plate. According to a 2017 analysis by data scientist James Ledoux, hitters don't make particularly frequent contact with Ephesus, and when they do, urminator notwithstanding, the contact is of lower than average quality. The most famous pitch of Rip Sewell's career was a looper at the 1946 All-Star Game hit for a home run by Ted Williams, who later admitted he had stepped forward out of the batter's box to make contact. In 75 years since, hitters who follow the rules occasionally make Ephus throwing hurlers look stupid, but the more common outcome is the ignominy of a major league hitter failing to crush a 50 mile per hour pitch. That's it for today's episode of The Opener. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and let us know what you think on Twitter at Opener Podcast. You can help others find the show by leaving a review on iTunes, and you can always find episodes and full transcripts at OpenerPodcast.com. Thanks for listening.